All right, well, welcome back into another edition here, Detroit Sports Betters Podcast. And you know what? Before we get to Matt Koalas, I really did just want to say uh, how, how great it's been lately just to see all the interaction online, whether it's been Twitter, whether it's been Facebook. I know the Discord's been getting big. Um, TikTok might be coming up soon. So nonetheless, just want to say thank you for everyone who's been a part of it. It's grown at like 800 members a week. If that doesn't speak to the... Uh, how big sports betting is and and specifically how many sports fans in this area that there are. Uh, I don't know what does. So just really been cool to see it grow. Uh, as you might have seen, we're actually in the process right now of launching an Ohio sports betters as well. So uh, really just thrilled with how it's all been. Um, the picks, the interaction, the comments, the uh, the discussion. It's been so cool to see and, and just encourage everyone to keep following, keep interacting, and make sure that you invite more people. The growth has just been great. And it, it also helps when, you know, Matt is, is hitting the picks like he has been. 11-0 and 0 last week. It's just unbelievable. And uh, you can't expect that every single week. Any, I mean, even going 60% is just unbelievable. But to go 11-0 and 0 in one week is crazy. And it's been awesome to see all the screenshots and the interaction and the the positivity that people have displayed because of that and the, and the money that some people have won. So while we'll never, we're never going to be in the business of guaranteeing picks or wins or anything like that, um, it is great to have that success, and it is great to just be able to provide that information. Again, we're not going to be guaranteeing any picks or any wins or any results, but we will guarantee the hours that are spent on research. We will guarantee the effort that goes into a lot of this. So it's a big credit to what Matt has done specifically and, um, you know, what you guys have done just joining and, and continuing to grow everything. So a big thank you to DraftKings, our presenting partner. They've been awesome to work with and, and awesome offering so many new bets and new promotions for people that just are starting to sign up. So we're going to be getting into a specific promotion a little bit later as well. And also uh, Coppercraft Distillery, another great sponsor, and they just launched their, their Honolulu Blue canned cocktails, the lion's Kool-Aid, if you will. So um, I think that's been cool to see that uh, Honolulu blue cocktail with that lion's logo and and seeing people in all those bars at Ford Field drink it. It's it's really just funny and, and so on brand. So Coppercraft's been an amazing partner as well. But with that being said, um, you know, Lions real quick, obviously haven't won a game yet. Been tough to watch. I've been so close to the first team in NFL history to lose Two games by 50-plus game-winning field goals as time expired, and, you know, that's not even halfway through the season yet. So it hasn't been good, but you got to give it a little bit of time. But, hey, you know what has been good? Michigan, Michigan State, both of them look fantastic. The, the, the big game's coming up in just a couple weeks on October 30th, so that'll be a lot of fun. But at least we have Michigan and MSU have been playing really well. And the Lions, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, this season hasn't been good, but – um, next season, hey, hopefully they get a little better. What is interesting, though, even though the Lions are 0-5, they're 0-5 straight up, but they're also 3-2. and They have a, actually have a winning record against the spreads. They've been covering the spreads with how close these games have been from a betting perspective. So the Lions are 3-2 and against the spread, 0-5 on the year overall, and the overs hit twice, the unders hit three times. So just some, some high-level stats to keep in mind as you're betting on the Lions or, or whatever you might be doing on the, the DraftKings app. So with that being said, I do want to kick it to Matt Koalas, and he's going to be going over all of the advanced stats, research, and trends for this week as we gear up for another great week and uh, in, in NFL Sunday, as always. So, Matt, please take it away. We are back with another episode of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast as week six of the NFL season closes in. I am Matt Koalas, 
from Detroit Sports Batters. And what a week five we all had. But before I get into that, all the picks and plays from week five would not be possible if not for our proud partners in DraftKings Sportsbook. Detroit Sports Batters has a ton of new members coming in the group. We're gaining more and more every week. And if you're a new member to Detroit Sports Batters and you're looking for a sports book, I highly recommend DraftKings because right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, if you sign up with the code DSB, you can place a $1 bet on any game of your choosing and turn that $1 into $100. Once again, using the code DSB, terms and conditions do apply. And not only are you getting a specific promotion from DraftKings Sportsbook, I also believe they are the best sportsbook in the industry. Because if you check out DraftKings, the app is incredibly easy to use and convenient. Their odds are always competitive throughout the industry. And then, of course, they have the same game parlay where you can combine spreads, over-unders, as well as player props add them all together, and then you can kind of create some crazy odds like a lottery ticket, which I know a lot of people within Detroit sports betters love to do. So as always, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. But again, guys, what a huge week for Detroit sports betters. I can already picture my boy Nikolai, feet kicked up. He went out, he got that Coppercraft canned cocktail. He was enjoying it. He was watching the Detroit sports betters go six and zero on the podcast and on the YouTube series. So uh, Nikolai, I appreciate you going out and getting that always shouting out Michigan brands. And of course, Coppercraft is supporters of Detroit sports betters. So thank you to them. They, uh, also, they did just get an apple bourbon. They came out with that for the fall season. Maybe check that out with some of those winnings, because again, we went six and zero on the podcast and YouTube series. And then if you're a member of Detroit Sports Batters in the Facebook group, the article, the Monday Night Football article also went 5-0 and to cap off an 11-0 and week. And people were sending me $20 or $20 parlays. They, uh, they put all five legs of my article together and $20 equaled about $440. I saw like a $10 equaling $140. And it's just awesome to see. I love the community. Uh, having good weeks, having good nights, a little bit more cash in your pocket, thanks to me and Detroit Sports Betters. And that's what it's all about. That's why we made Detroit Sports Betters in the first place. We wanted to give back to the community. Uh, yesterday, I had someone reach out to me telling me that because of Detroit Sports Betters and the articles and my Sunday slate breakdowns, that he was able to make enough money and save enough money to take himself and his entire family to the ALDS of the MLB, um, which that's awesome. That's so cool. Like getting to do something that you've never been able to do before because of DSB, you know, we got people donating tickets. So a father and son can go to their first football game. It's awesome. You know, that's what the community is all about. We have each other's back. We're giving each other opportunities. We're paying it forward. You know, and, and again, that's what community is all about. And that's why we wanted to make DSB because again, when, when we created Detroit sports betters, myself, Mike and Kyle, we created Detroit sports betters shortly after the COVID lockdown. And it was when Michigan gambling laws opened back up. And for me, I, uh, I had been 
on a DFS team at the pro level for about five years. So I was basically studying DFS, NBA DFS specifically, but I would still dabble in NFL. But so you're essentially uh, studying salary at, uh, points as it compares to salary, you know, so and you're you're studying a lot of different things like uh, player injuries, how points are distributed, assists are distributed, rebound opportunities per minute against a certain center, assist opportunities per minute against a certain point guard, you know, how points are distributed if a certain guy goes down, um, how many points per game if a center is out, you know, there's so many different variables and the NFL is similar, but I always felt like the NBA was easier. So I stuck with that. But again, um, I was studying DFS for about five years. And then once the Michigan gambling laws opened up, myself, Mike and Kyle came together because again, they're partnered with my company, Serenity Medical CBD. And, uh, but once the Michigan gambling laws opened up, we all came together and I was like, Hey, I think I can run this. I think I can create some articles and content that the group would enjoy because this is exactly how I got into DFS and how I learned. And it was through podcasts. It was through YouTube. It was through reading articles and things of that nature. So again, I started, I wasn't sure how everything would transfer, like in terms of DFS going to spreads over unders and player props, but also, you know, I've, I'm another, just like any, anyone else, you know, I'm a degenerate gambler. I started gambling when I was 15 uh, working at Ikea, you know, a guy, this gentleman, his nickname was actually guy. So we called him guy, but he passed down a basic gambling for dummies book to me when I was 15. Uh, my mom worked there as well. So she would drive me to work and I worked in, yeah, like I said, with the warehouse with guy and he gave me that book and I read it cover to cover. And then he gave me a gambling hotline and I'm not kidding. It was like the movie two for the money. And I would call it and it would be like, press four for the five-star pick of the week. And guy would actually get the five-star pick of the week and he would give it to me sometimes. And they had a press two for the free pick of the day. And I would always get the free pick of the day. And, and that was okay. But from then on, I was just kind of hooked. I loved it. I, I loved gambling. I loved like hitting crazy odd futures, crazy odd parlays. Like I called the New York giants uh, when the new England Patriots were on that undefeated season if you can recall, the New York Giants lost, I believe, like 37 to 34 in week 17. But they were like the first team to ever give the Patriots a run that year. And I loved their edge rushers. And I always knew edge rushers. Rushing four on Tom Brady is the way to get him. You have to have four pure rushers. So I picked the Giants that year and they ran the table and won the Super Bowl. So that was a sick call I had. Then the other one was the year the Green Bay Packers won it as a wild card. I called that one as well. So <clears throat> had some pretty good calls in my day, but yeah, those were all when I was younger too. I also put $10 down that in the uh, second Super Bowl of the New York Giants and the um, New England Patriots that the first scoring play would be a New York Giants safety. I put 10 bucks down on that and it was just absolutely wild. I won so much money off it. But again, that's just like what makes you fall in love with gambling, though. You have the highest of highs and you have the lowest of lows. So again, back to when we were creating it, you know, um, because I could kind of I felt like I understood a lot of how gamblers were. And, you know, you don't really want to pay for picks. There's nothing worse than losing a pick. And then it's a pick you paid for on top of that. So when we were creating it too, I always wanted to keep it free. You know, you have to prove yourself just like anything and you have to prove that your information and that your content is worthy. And I think we're getting to that point. And I really do appreciate you guys 
and how supportive you are, how positive you are, not just with me, but with everyone throughout the group. As I look throughout the group, everyone is incredibly encouraging, incredibly positive. Everyone wants everyone to make money. And uh, again, like I, the YouTube series grew by like 50 subscribers yesterday. I mean, again, we did go six and oh, but I thank you for that. You know, we need subscribers. I need content. I need likes. That's how this gets shown. You know, I'm hoping to keep the ball rolling. We're going to maybe double views every single time. And again, we're getting different forms of content like myself and Mike Sullivan. We are traveling out to Las Vegas on Wednesday. This is being taped Monday night after the Colts just blew it to the Baltimore Ravens. But we're shooting out to Las Vegas to interview Brandon Moreno about UFC 269. So again, getting different forms of content. And we need your support with that. And we appreciate it as always. And you know, like, and we do our best to give back too. You know, that's why I do the articles. That's why we do the giveaways and things like that. We want to keep growing this so we can get different forms of advertising so we can get different forms of partnerships and continue to give back to this group. Um, and that really is the vision that I've had for Detroit sports better is to keep things as free as possible. Yes. At some point as this grows, you know, we have people who want to come on as writers, uh, Nikolai, who runs our cappers contest, does an extremely good job and works very hard at recording statistics and recording picks and things like that. So he does deserve to get paid at some point. So at some point we will, a website is being built now. So we will slowly shift to a website. We'll push more and more content on the website. And that'll probably be like a two to $5 subscription, but everything, like I've always said, there will always be a ton of free content. The podcast will, I'll never stop giving picks on the podcast. We will always have picks on the podcast. Same with the YouTube series. We'll always have picks on the YouTube series. I will always have articles, but at some point, I'm not going to be able to write six articles a week. It's just going to be too much. And it's getting to the point where it's being a full-time job because uh, I'm writing Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and the Sunday Slate article. We're recording a podcast and we're recording a YouTube series. And this is all while I still own my other company, Serenity Medical CBD. And, you know, to, to put that in perspective, we have over, we have about 800 orders and we've been in existence about 19 months. So I'm putting out a lot of orders and I, I make the products, I label the products, I bottle the products, I deliver the products. So there's just a lot going on in my life. And if we get to that point where people want, cause NBA is kind of my specialty too. And if, and when we get to that point where people want NBA articles as well, what we would do is have maybe two articles on Facebook per week. And then we would have say five or six articles on the website. And then the website will also have a podcast library and the YouTube video library. And uh, it'll have the standings in the capper duel and things like that. And the, the subscribers will have access to the capper duel picks as well, because even in the capper duel right now, there's about 25 people. And I think I'm at 82%, but there's four or five of us that through five weeks are picking 75% or higher, you know, and no, we're not taking like minus 200 odds. Every time the top odds that we can take is minus 140. So a lot of people are just making some good picks. And again, guys, to put this in perspective, I went 11 and 0 last week over the last three weeks, I am 23, three and one. So I promise you a two to $5 subscription 
for an all access pass to a sports website would be worth it. But if not, there's still plenty of information out there for you. You just won't have access to all of it. And then once again, we are coming out with apparel, which that'll be featured on the website, you know, hats, hoodies, shirts, stuff like that. And again, Hopefully you guys can pick up some DSB apparel. The website actually started being built today. So this is a little futuristic and will take some time. But as always, guys, I really appreciate your support in this. Um, this thing, building this uh, Detroit Sports Betters and building it with you guys and the community and Mike and Kyle has really been so cool. And it, it does. It gives you a sense of community. I love talking with everyone. I love conversing with everyone. And, you know, just giving you guys those wins. Uh, I love trying to make, make your day a little bit better, you know? And with that being said, let's see if we can't make week six a little bit better. Sadly, I feel like the only way to go is down, but we're going to try and stay perfect. Let's see if we can't. And that's going to start this Thursday with Thursday night football. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus six and a half on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. For me, I am going to sit and wait on this one. There's plenty of time, and I think this is going to get to seven, or I think it's going to get to seven and a half, and I like the Eagles there. But what you could potentially do if you wanted, you could take the Bucs at minus six and a half, then you can wait, take the Eagles at plus seven and a half, and then you have a middle, okay? So if it lands in that seven area, you win both bets. That is a possibility. But for me, I personally like the Eagles at plus seven and a half. And here's why. For one, Tom Brady is 0-5 in primetime matchups against the spread since 2020. Thursday night football is a primetime matchup and Tom Brady is 0-5. As we know, the Bucs have been known to play down to their opponents as well. <coughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are also 1-4 and against the spread after putting up 40 points. They put up 40-plus against the Dolphins, and now they face the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, there is also that statistic out there where if you are the home team and you are an underdog, 63% of the time you cover the spread getting 7.5 or more. If there's one weakness with the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two, it's their secondary. They have Richard Sherman starting for him for their secondary. He didn't play football for about four months. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles, if there's one thing they have, they have wide receivers who are fast. Jalen Rieger, rookie Devonta Smith. They have burners. They also have guys in the middle, Zach Ert, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. You know, uh, the Buccaneers have a very good rush defense, but man, that secondary is beat up. And with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who can extend the play, pick up third downs, and it has a good arm to beat you over the top. I like the Eagles at plus seven and a half here. I think they could actually jump out to an early lead and force the Buccaneers to come back. So I like the Eagles again at seven and a half. <clears throat> Next. We are going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers traveling on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Currently, the LA Chargers are getting three and a half on the road against the Ravens. I think that is too much. For one, you guys know how I am. I'm not a believer in the Ravens. I think they should have lost plenty of times. A lot of luck has gone in their favor. Yes, you have to capitalize on it. 
But man, uh, well, how much went in their favor last night for that game to go the Ravens' way? Yes, uh, was it Blankenship? Is that that kicker's name? He missed a couple field goals. That field goal got blocked. He missed an extra point. I mean, that that's a lot. Usually he's not going to do that. But all in all, you know, Lamar had an amazing day. But the Chargers are not the Colts. The Chargers have a have had far more rest. The Chargers, yeah, it was a crazy game, but it didn't go to overtime either. The Ravens went into overtime. <clears throat> they had to come back. Their offense was on the field a ton. Lamar Jackson had to do basically everything. That defense looked incredibly weak. I see this as more of a minus two for the Ravens or even a minus 1.5. Again, I think this is a game that Chargers cover the three and a half. I think they can go up early. They have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Jared Cook. <clears throat> That's a better offense than Indianapolis Colts. Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I think Herbert personally is better than Lamar Jackson. I really do. That might be a hot take, but you don't see arms like his in the NFL very often. That guy can throw it 60 yards on a dime, and he's got the receivers to do it right now. Mike Williams is maybe breakout player of the year. And I don't know who Marlon Humphrey gets, if it's Williams or Allen, but either one, <clears throat> I see him getting dominated. I like the Chargers plus three and a half here. I like the Chargers to potentially win outright. And I think I like the over 51.5 on top of that. <clears throat> Looking to the next game, we are going to now be going with the Cleveland Browns who are at home against the Arizona Cardinals, who are currently undefeated, which if I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, that means I'm giving the Arizona Cardinals their first loss of the season. Right now, this is minus 2.5 for the Browns, and I think it'll stay around here. Um, yeah, I would imagine this will stay around here. Maybe it'll go back to three, but it'll stay in this area, I would imagine. <clears throat> But the reason that I have the Cleveland Browns is really because of two players, and that's Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Both are expected to play on Sunday. And the reason that I like these two to be the key players of the game is because of MVP candidate Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, for one, he is a shorter quarterback, so he has to drop his arm down to different angles, hit different gaps in the defense and in the line, hit windows, things like that. His timing is, is pretty crazy, honestly. But Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney are longer players with longer arms. I believe they can knock some of his balls down. And then on top of that, these are two defensive ends who are as fast as Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray could rush outside the pocket, not or underestimate the speed of Miles Garrett or Jadavian Clowney. They get him from behind, strip sack, and they could potentially cause a turnover. <clears throat> In addition to that, the Cleveland Browns have the number one rushing offense in the NFL with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The key to beating the Arizona Cardinals is keeping that offense off the field. If the Browns play smart, I believe they keep that offense off the field. They're able to run that clock and they win this game, giving the Arizona Cardinals their first loss of the season. In addition to that, the Browns are in complete bounce back mode after absolutely blowing it to the L.A. Chargers. Amazing game. A lot of fun. They had a terrible pass interference call that cost them the game, but they're moving on now. 
The Cleveland Browns need this game way more than the Arizona Cardinals. Take the Browns minus two and a half. Next, we go back to London where we're one and zero in London. We picked uh, the Atlanta Falcons last week at minus three and a half. This week, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins. Who do you think I'm going with? Yeah, I am going with the winless Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus four is too many points for anyone against the Dolphins in my book, and especially when they're getting Tua back. I don't think they think Tua could potentially be a spark plug. I think Tua makes things worse. I think literally you guys have heard me talk about Tua before. I think Tua is a glorified Alex Smith. The dude never stretches the field. He never looks to pass the ball like further than 15 yards. Maybe he proves me wrong against the Jaguars because they don't have a very good defense. But still, I like what I've seen with the Jaguars with James Robinson and Trevor Lawrence. I think both of those guys look really good. Trevor Lawrence has made some very impressive throws. Yes, he's made some mistakes. But again, he has had signs of greatness this still is one of the highest rated quarterbacks to ever come into the nfl he's sitting there with like the ranks of andrew luck jim kelly john elway this guy is special he's just got to find his groove with his offense in addition the jaguars are more healthy than the miami dolphins and i like the jaguars here plus four is a lot it's a neutral field to me this really feels like a grinded out game a 23 20 21 17 24 21 I like the Jags. I really do. They're more healthy. The Urban Meyer thing has one more week to die down. And what, like, what better than to put the Urban Meyer thing to bed? Like, I don't think anything puts it to bed, but a win sure would quiet things down. I like the Jags plus four against the Miami Dolphins in London. Moving on to an over-under one, and this is the only over-under that I took of the week, and this is the Green Bay Packers on the road against the Chicago Bears, and I have the under 44.5. For one, the Bears' pass defense and rush defense are both ranked 12th in the NFL currently. And they're coming off a win against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders where they held them to nine points. The Green Bay Packers are 11th in pass defense and 10th in rush defense. So to me, and, and, and also the Green Bay Packers are coming off that overtime win against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think both of these teams are due for a low scoring kind of grinded out game. I think the Packers are due for somewhat of a letdown game. And when I say letdown game, I just mean, I actually think the Packers cover the spread. They're just not one. I was a hundred percent confident on again, I'm recording this on Monday. So I do have to record this far earlier than I would ever like. I usually record on Wednesday before Thursday night football. So things can develop a little bit. So again, you have to take some of these picks with a grain of salt this week. I am picking these very early injury reports are not out. I repeat injury reports are not out. You have to keep an eye on those. This is my early look this week. Okay. But these are the plays that I like. Again, um, going back to the Packers and Bears, I think this is a grinded out game. Um, I think the line stays right around 44.5. I'm not sure what way I would see this going, but the key to me here is I don't see the Bears scoring more than 17 points. The Bears, the most points they've scored all season is 24 points. Um, David Montgomery is still hurt. 
Justin Fields is the starting quarterback right now, but against a defense like the Green Bay Packers, I think they could drive it down into enemy territory and commit a turnover or two. I really do believe that. And when that occurs, that generally adds up to under bets. I think Green Bay gets around 24 as well, but I just can't see the Bears scoring more than 17. So I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to go with the under 44.5. And also, I would probably take Green Bay minus four point, or what, what are they? Is it minus four and a half? Mm, I don't know. I'm, I, I might prefer that at four, so I'll, I'll just leave that as is. But I do like the, the look of the Green Bay Packers there. I think uh, Justin Fields could make a couple mistakes, especially after coming after that victory, and they're on the high on the road. Now, looking to our last play of the day, and this is going to be Monday Night Football. So, as you know, I will have my article out for Monday Night Football. <clears throat> and right now, I like the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. And I know a lot of you might be pretty surprised with that. But to me, I think the Buffalo Bills are a trap bet currently. They're coming off that huge high against the Kansas City Chiefs where that game was like their Super Bowl. They wanted revenge so bad. They were on the sidelines dancing. They were high-fiving. They were doing a little bit of everything. They definitely, definitely were riding that high. And to me, what goes up must come down. And this is a perfect spot for the Tennessee Titans on the road in a prime-time matchup. Remember, primetime matchups, they do, they change things. So again, Titans five and a half. I expect people to hammer the bills here. So I think this could climb. This could get to six, maybe even six and a half. Again, this is being recorded on Monday. So we'll see here. I think, I think Tennessee could sneak up on them. Tennessee just got A.J. Brown back. They just got Julio Jones back. They, they got them back last week, but they had a whole nother week of recovery, a whole nother week of practice, timing, everything. So again, if there's a setback, it does change things. This is recorded on Monday, but I will have my Monday Night Football article out so you'll get a full breakdown there. So if things change, you'll see in the article as well. But for now, I see Buffalo as a trap, uh, a trap bet. I am going to side with the Tennessee Titans and AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and Ryan Tannehill. I think this is the game they could get it going. And I know right now this over under is at 53.5. I like the over. I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. We all know that Tennessee Titans defense is pretty bad. I could just see the Bills sputtering a little bit early on. Tennessee takes advantage, and then Buffalo has to play catch up. That's kind of the flow of the game I'm seeing right now. Okay, and that is all of my picks for the week six NFL. Let's recap because currently we have the Philadelphia Eagles at home getting seven and a half against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Next, we have the LA Chargers plus three and a half on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars in London getting four against the Miami Dolphins. We have the under for the Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears under 44.5.
And then lastly, we have the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. But again, that's Monday nights. And that's one I think you could sit on because I think that's going to climb to six. Another one that I liked was the, I don't, I think I said something, was the LA Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens over 51.5. I like that as well. But this is so early that I can't see any player props or anything like that. So you will have my article on Monday. I get back Saturday night. So you'll have a Sunday breakdown still most likely. The only thing you might not have is a Thursday night football breakdown. I do not have a laptop. So again, guys, I got to create this website so I can even get a laptop so I can write articles and get videos up for wherever I go. But again, that's uh, like I said, that's probably three, four months down the road. We want this website to be decked out, have the capacity to hold everything, um, including our competitions, articles, podcasts, videos, apparel, sister companies, companies that we're partnered with. You know what I mean? We're trying to do it big. We're trying to give you guys the best information possible. We got soccer writers who want to come on. We have college football writers who want to come on. So again, I think this will be a great thing and we'll still always have our free content. But as always, guys, we wouldn't be growing without the community. So please continue to recommend us to friends, family. Please continue to give us likes, comments, reviews. I can't tell you how much I would appreciate it if someone was like, oh my God, week five, six and oh, thank you. Like just that credibility right there as a review would be amazing. So if you hit on any of those plays last week, if you took them, you know, I saw a lot, a lot of people posting parlays, please shoot us a review. And, and also one last thing I had to say was I appreciate everyone who liked and commented on my article last night, but that article had 2.5 thousand impressions. Don't be that person who just comes on, who listens to the podcast, watches the YouTube series, um, reads the article, grabs the picks and plays, makes, makes some money and never gives it a like or never gives it a comment. Don't, don't be that person. A lot of work does go into this page. And, you know, I, I really do appreciate it when people reciprocate the effort that I give out. So as always, guys, just think about that when you see my articles, when you, when you see my YouTube series, when you listen to the podcast, please know a lot of effort does go into this. I have another brand and I do make a lot of sacrifice for Detroit sports betters. But again, it's all about the community. It's all about the people within it. So I appreciate you guys. And as always, this is Matt Koalas from Detroit Sports Betters. Those are my week six picks and plays. Good luck this weekend. And I am out.